Hello everybody, I'm Eddie Wooten, the host of The Running Shorts Show, an audio production of The Running Shorts blog at greensboro.com slash running shorts. I've got two guests joining me on today's episode. We're going to be talking about the Heroes Red and Blue 5K Will Cavanus Memorial Road Race coming up on September the 29th in Greensboro. And with me, I've got Rick O'Reilly, who is working with the race with Junction 311 Endurance Sports, and Sean Cavanis, the brother of Will, who was a captain in the Greensboro Fire Department and who died after collapsing near the end of the Chicago Marathon in 2011. Rick and Sean, this race is for a good cause and in memory of one of our city's public servants uh, because he was raising funds that day, so it's an honor to welcome you to the Running Shorts Show. Thank you, Greg. It's good to be here. Rick, I want to start with you. Uh, tell listeners a little bit about what they need to know about when the race is and um, all the key details. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'm excited to tell you some great news here. We have a very unique race that we're going to have, a 5K, on September 29th at 6 o'clock. And it's, as Eddie said, it's the Heroes Red and Blue uh, Will Cavanis 5K Road Race. Now, the uniqueness of this race is we think it's going to be unique to a lot of races because when people sign up for the race, they're going to actually sign up for either the red team or the blue team. And then on race day, they'll actually be wearing a red shirt or a blue shirt. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a competition. So the night of the race, whoever has the most on their side is going to win the Challenge Cup. And that Challenge Cup will be at the, on Church Street at the training center, and they'll have bragging rights for the year. So we're going to try to get the police chief, maybe the fire chief there to either uh, give the cup or to accept the cup. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're just really excited about doing this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because it's uh, going to really bring the community together. Uh, There's a lot of firefighters will be there, a lot of police will be there. Uh, We actually have a kids race, which is free. That's going to start at 6 o'clock. And um, firefighters are going to give away some little helmets and maybe ladders, trucks or something. And firefighters are going to give away some uh, badges and so forth. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be no cost for the children. And I uh, really think this is going to make a, make a big difference in the community. Sounds like a good race. Why do you want to be involved it's in it? a good race. Well, uh, a couple of things. I actually start one of my first races I ran several years ago in 2014. I ran the World Cavendish race. And it was a good race, but it was a relatively small attendance. So I got with Sean afterwards, and we talked about maybe you know, raising it a little bit because I just thought that the, the cause was so fantastic and Will's life was just something that needed to be remembered and continued to be remembered and honored. So uh, Sean and I put together the race in 2015. Uh, we had a, a 5K and a, and a 12K and a 14K, I think it was. And it was a very successful race. We had over 319 people. It was a great event, fabulous time. But there were about five of us that put it on, and it was overwhelming to all of us, particularly Sean. <laughs> so he said he'd never do this again. So, uh, and we didn't for a couple of years. So I reached out to, to Sean early this year, and we had a great conversation. And he said, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about resurrecting the, the race. So um, we're putting this together. And because of that, um, I've, I've been doing some work with um, Mike Clark with Junction 311. And uh, a lot of people know Mike Clark. He does uh, 18 races in the area. His races are in the race series, which this race will be in the race series as well. So that's something very important to a lot of the runners. And um, so he agreed to do this, to manage it and to promote it. And um, it's really taken a lot off of all of us. And I think because of that, it's going to be just a phenomenal race uh, on the 29th of September. And one thing I will add, the finishers, normally when you finish a race, you get a 
a ribbon with a medal. But what we're doing this year is we're giving everyone a challenge coin, which firefighters and police carry them around. So they'll have this challenge coin that they can carry in their pocket and can remember them of the race, remind them of Will, and just kind of remind them of the, the kind of person he was. So um, we think that's going to be a nice touch. It's going to be a little, a little different, unique that, that a lot of races do. Well, that sounds really good. Um, I'll have to ask you, you're well known in our running community. How's your own running going? Well, I don't know, well known, good or bad, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, yeah. It's I, all good. I, I run a lot. I actually started running about six years ago, and I said I would never run more than a 5K. In fact, my coach, Jen Goff at Streakers, I promised her I would never run more than a 5K. So you know how it is with running, you kind of get hooked. So I did 5Ks, 10Ks, uh, I've done 13 half marathons, and I'm actually going to run my first marathon on October 28th, the Marine Corps Marathon up in D.C. I'm hoping and praying that that'll be a good finish. So. Well, I'm sure you'll do well, and uh, I'll say congratulations in advance on that, because okay. that's, a, that's a big thing. All right, and Sean, how is your running going? I've seen some of your times on Facebook that you're <laughs> posting, and I'd like to hear straight from you. How's it going? My running is going well. Um, I, I, this summer, I haven't done any races, but I have been stepping up the pace, like you said. I've mixed in a couple days' worth of interval speed, just trying to change the pace up from just from going distance for a long, long time. And, and it's actually worked out well. Makes for a little more, a couple more days of sore legs, but uh, I get over those fairly quickly. But it's, it's been a hot, humid summer, but it, it's going good. I'm enjoying it. Good change. All right, that sounds good. Now, for this event, you will be a representative of the red side. Representing, yes, I will uh, be representing the fire side. Fire department. What do you do with the Greensboro Fire Department, and how long have you been doing it? Uh, I've been with the fire department since 1996, so that's 22 years, coming up on 23. I'm a captain with the fire department, been captain since 2009, and right now I'm assigned to the bike team, which is out on Lake Brant Road, and we cover all the trails that a lot of the people run, the greenways, and we have the mountain bikes and what we call the gator, the side-by-side, -side, in case something were to happen on a trail if somebody was running or bike riding and they have an emergency, we respond from that station to do that. So that's where I am now, and actually I'm loving it. It's kind of right up my alley. Well, it's athletic. So are all of y'all athletic, or are they, are they just picking the, uh, the best of the best there? Um, actually, well, everybody at our station is athletic, and that's actually part of our training is to go out and ride those trails and I'm sure you've been on some of them and they're not easy some no. of them are not easy whether you're walking just walking now imagine if you're riding or running just the other day we did Peninsula Trail which is North Church Street and we did that one it's it's only a mile and a quarter but we did it down and back so you know everybody at our station is pretty fit I would say <laughs> that's that's pretty cool good to hear yeah Tell me a little bit about Will's background in the in the fire department. When he got started and what stations he you? Okay. He he got started, if I remember, it was 03. And he, he was a few years behind me. He wasn't sure if he wanted to go into that field. I was sure that I was going into public safety when I got done with school and everything. I thought I was going law enforcement. My dad said, no way. <laughs> so I went to the fireside. Will... He wasn't sure. He was actually in a aquatic rehab, physical therapy program. And then I got into it. I'd been in it for a few years and he kept asking. And he would come ride with me when I was on the truck over here at Station 5. And, 
and I think it he finally saw the good that we do and it's not just you know riding the calls it's just being in the community doing things with the kids and you know people and just just being around and he enjoyed it so then he he applied and got on in 03 and stations he was he were at was at was station six at the time which is now Lake Brant Road which is 41 where I am um, he, that's where he was first assigned then he was at station one or I could have those backwards I can't remember but then he went to station five after I was at five and left there then he went he got when he got promoted to captain which I think he got promoted may, maybe late 10th late 2010 I think or early 2011 I can't remember the exact date but then he went to station 14 which is on Summit Avenue he, he was at four stations I think maybe five stations all right so he followed his older brother into the he, he yeah he followed me and you know, I, I never asked him to do it, and it, it was something that he actually, he made that decision on his own. He wanted to do it. All right, you two guys were brothers, yep. no other siblings. Nope. What was it like growing up with Will Cavanaugh? Just like every other sibling, we fought. Who got but, the better of it? Uh, well, he was he's pretty good. We both have our pluses <laughs> and minuses. He, he, he took martial arts growing up, so mm. I was older. And I was bigger, but he took martial arts, so we kind of we Leveled both it yeah it it equal it balanced it out. You're exactly right. Um, but no, we actually um we actually got along really well. Just like everybody, like I said, we we did have our differences, but we we grew up in Hamilton Lakes. We used to go fishing together all the time. We played sports together. Obviously, I mean there was a four year difference in in our ages, but. We both grew up playing football and soccer and baseball. Um, Will did venture into the hockey realm. He played that for years. And so growing up, it was fun. I mean, I, I mean, I, uh, he was my partner in crime. You know, I mean, we in the winters, we sledded together and, you know, we did snowball fights and played army together, you know, just like all kids do. But he was my teammate, even though he's, you know, four years behind me. I can tell you when I was in college, we were exactly four years apart in school. I would come home every weekend to watch him play football at Grimsley. So, you know, that's, you know, we, we were always that close. You know, I mean, I came home to watch him play and he would go to watch me play my sports too when I was playing. So we, we were pretty tight. Well, obviously both of you were uh, strong athletes. Tell me a little bit about Will's running on the day at Chicago. He was on pace for a 305 marathon, which is just blazing, a really strong pace. Uh, how did he get started into running and kind of what was this training looking like going yeah. into into that? To be honest with you, I don't know why he started running. <laughs> I, I really don't. Um, Some of us still have that reaction. Right. We're not sure why we got into he, this. Well, sometimes I think that myself. <laughs> he, he took it up, I think, part, it could have been partly just for the same thing with me. It's, it's a little bit of a stress reliever for me to, from work. You know, I mean, we see a lot of things, and this just gives me time to get out, relax, get things off of my mind. And that, that could have been why he started. I really don't know. I never asked him, but he did it. Um, he, he got really, really fast and for long distances. Now, going back to when we grew up, he was always more the long-distance runner than I was. I was more of a sprinter. He, he was distance, and he could go... Even when we was little, he could just go, and I'd sprint, and I was done. But he got fast over long distances during his training, and his training was some of the most off the wall that I that I would see. 
he Such would as. he he would go well he would run to work you know every third day we work one day we're off too so he would run like station 14 i think it was seven miles somewhere somewhere seven and change with a backpack with what he was taking with him to work that day and run to work and then when he got off he'd run back because jenny his wife was working so i mean he had to get back home at some some, some way so he'd run then when he got home he would have the kids were small and they were in you know strollers well if he wanted to go run he'd push the stroller mm. so i think that attributed to him being fast because when he actually ran by himself he didn't have any weight other than just him and so it actually it helped now i've never partaking in pushing strollers and doing that for <laughs> and he would do it for miles right not just short a mile or so or half miles he would do it for pushing a stroller for five six seven miles you know he would he would run the part of the greenway now behind wesley long and all that and he'd push a stroller while he's doing it so that's 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 how he got strong and fast you know for those distances let me ask you this. Uh, okay. Do you remember how close he came to a Boston Marathon qualifying time in a... Yes. I think the marathon, maybe the marathon Yeah, the this? Outer Banks. The Outer Banks. Tell me, what do you remember yes. about that? I was... Matter of fact, I was down there fishing. But I was at Hatter's. He was in Nags Head. And he, he was very, very close... To that same pace if i remember correctly he was 308 ish he told me mm -hmm. 310 if i remember and he was actually pacing a guy and he was drafting him and the guy in front of him his hamstrings or something locked up and stopped right there and will just plowed him i mean just boom plowed him and it locked once he stopped it kind of locked him up for just a few minutes and then he missed qualifying i want to say he finished that race at 340 something like that and he missed qualifying by not i don't want to say it's like 10 minutes something like that so this guy whoever it was that stopped and then of course will from playing football he said he said he said i drilled him he said he said he was one of the best hits he'd had he said he said he said it was like a football tackle and he said then my hamstrings locked up and he said and i worked through it and so i think it was like a 10 minutes is what he missed it by something like that 10 or 12 minutes so that's why he ended up going wow. to chicago to qualify because he, he knew he had the times now that day in Chicago, he was raising funds for the International Association of Firefighters Burn Foundation. What did you know Correct. about that going into it? Going into it to Chicago, I knew what it was. Mm -hmm. um, I hadn't had much involvement with it. I met a bunch of guys from the IAFF Burn Foundation and their team that weekend before, um, before the race. Later after all the incidents with Will, I, I mean, I still talk to them this day. Um, so I learned a lot about them after the race, and and they've stayed in contact with me, myself, and my family ever since. And so I, I've learned more and more as you know as the years have gone by. Well, I remember Will emailing me before that race that he was going to be fundraising, and the totals that he had raised going into the race was a couple of thousand dollars, which right. was good. And then after the news of his passing got out, the donations increased like tenfold. Yeah, it went up like to 20 some odd thousand, if not more. I, I don't remember the exact 
but yeah, it went up in exponentially quick. Um, and I was in a fog, so I there at that time. So I, I, I just really, I just remember seeing the numbers just go click, 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 click. And you know, it, I think it's great and that the Burn Foundation got those monies. You know, unfortunately for me, it was a loss for me, but. I'm glad they got those monies and, and got support. And people learned about that foundation through Will's death that some people would have never known about it around here or anywhere else in the country. The, the cause of his collapse and cause right. of his death has remains a mystery. Correct. It's, it's been studied by some med schools. Um, I know a couple heart doctors, heart surgeons here have looked at it. They, they have gone as in depth as they can and there's it's still a mystery to myself and my family and nobody really knows why it's one of those freak accidents that just happened how hard is that man uh it's it's tough um not not that you i don't know if it's the closure yet i mean i know it's been going on seven years now so it's not the closure but you, you always ask why and you never have the answer to a why. So I, I've just learned to deal with it. I've learned how to deal with it just in a different way from the first few years to now. And, it, and it's, a, it's, it's a process the whole time. It's, you know, the first, I would say the first nine months, I was in a fog. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was, I don't even know. I was in my own world, my own. I didn't want to have anything to do with anybody, mm. um, let alone even my own family, immediate family. I was in my own world. And then you slowly learn how to deal mm. with things. People say things get better. They don't get better. You just learn how to deal with it better. Um, you adjust your lifestyle to, to understand it or to deal with when it, when it comes up type thing. So, you know, that's, and that's where we are today. It's not easy. I don't think it'll ever be easy, but you just learn, you, you learn better ways to cope with it. Your family and Will's family lived on the same block in yes. Greensboro. Jenny, Jack, and Caroline that he left behind. Yep. How are they doing, and how has that relationship with having the two families that close together gone over the years? Um, it, it, it's actually, it, it's good. Um, yeah, we, we live on the same block for the last 10 plus years. The kids are getting older. They're both in school now. One's in middle school. One's obviously in elementary school. And they're playing sports. They're doing their thing. They still come down. Even though I've got older kids that are in high school, they come down, they play. They play in the summer. They're outside till nine, 10 o'clock at night. We go back and forth, you know, hey, I need something. Do you need something? And it could be something as simple as a cup of sugar you know because somebody's making something or hey i need a hand fixing something and and you know that's just it's nothing's changed other than him not being there which is a little different because i was used to seeing him when i got done when i got home from my landscape business i was used to seeing him in my driveway with his kids playing with my kids so that's the only difference where it's changed as far as everything else it's it's pretty much stayed the same <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's good to hear. That's good to hear. A gazillion memories of your brother. <laughs> what maybe stands out the most, and what would you like for people to always know about him? Guys, it's hard. It's hard. 
because I had a, a lifetime with him. <laughs> he he was a guy who who stuck to his word. If he said he was going to do something, he was going to do it. Just like, you know, raising money for the IFF. I mean, he he said he was going to do it, and and he did it. He said he was going to qualify for Boston, and unfortunately, both Outer Banks and Chicago. I mean, he had the times. Just unfortunate circumstances. But he, he always, he was good to his word. If he told you he liked you, he liked you. If he told you he didn't like you, he didn't like <laughs> you. you. You knew up front. And he, he had a passion for not, not only the public service, but he, he had a, a way with kids. Um, he loved going to the preschools and just bringing his gear and talking to the kids about that. So he, he, he loved being around the little kids and, you know, showing off the fire truck and his fire gear. So... You know, he he was that guy that he loved that part of the job. He loved helping people. Yes, um, we all do. But he he really kind of just got into it with the kids. He loved being around them. I think I, I mean I think that's probably what most people ought to remember. Well, those are uh, no doubt are, are special memories. And on behalf of the running community and the community of Greensboro, I'll say thank you for his service. Thank uh, you to Greensboro, and and we are still today sorry for your loss thank you rick one more time the details that runners need to know about this race okay thank you that's quite a story sean thanks for thanks for sharing that um i want to reach out and just ask anybody that'd like to be a sponsor for this race we're looking for some sponsors to fund the race and to put more money into the um, international association of firefighters charitable burn fund uh, we have Bill Black Chevrolet Cadillac because they're going to be our corporate sponsor. We're excited about that. So if anybody wants to join us, notify um, Eddie and he'll get the information to us because we got uh, sponsorships anywhere from $250 to, to $4,500. So just let us know. We'll fit you in. We'd love to have it. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, too, after the race, the race starts at, at 6 o'clock for the kids on the 29th of September, and at 10 after, we're going to have the 5K. As I said, our, our main sponsor is Bill Black. They're going to have, a, I think, a Corvette, I think, leading the group out. So they're actually going to right. they're gonna have the pace car. <laughs> so this is going to be pretty cool. They may blow the runners away, but they're going to be, uh, be leading it, and the car will be on display afterwards. Is Bill going to drive it? Well, I, I think he may be running. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's even better. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Now, after all the fun, after the race, um, after the award is given to the winning side, there's going to be a, um, a party. Now, the uh, Little Brother uh, Brewery uh, is kind of our host sponsor. Uh, the race will actually start at McGee Street, M McGee and Elm Street, and uh, the Little uh, Brother Brewery is going to be providing the beer and so forth. And it's interesting because uh, Will liked dark beer, so there will be a dark beer in his memory. And uh, another thing I want to mention, this is really kind of serendipity, but... Uh, you guys I, really are tough. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Right. Um, but as, uh, as Sean mentioned, um, Will was his little brother. So this is going to be at the Little Brother Brewery, which we think is pretty, pretty, pretty neat. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a big event. Uh, there's a 10% discount for all of the responders. So I encourage you all to sign up, get on the website and have fun. Also at the at the uh, party there's going to be a band called Three Biscuits and a Three Pieces and a Biscuit. So that's the name of the band. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you all there. 
You can find a link to the Heroes Red and Blue 5K at the Running Shorts blog, but Rick, where are some of the other places online that people can find information or sign up for the race? Okay, uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is in the race series, uh, so you can go to the race series, just Google race series, and it'll be listed there. You can click on it and sign up. Also, uh, Junction 311, if you go to that website, it'll be on there as well. Uh, if you have any uh, problems finding it, just send Eddie an email and he'll help you. All righty, that's eddie.wooten at greensboro.com. Rick and Sean, again, thank you for telling listeners about this event, and Sean in particular, thanks for sharing so much about your uh, brother Will today. Listeners, thank you for your time as well. A reminder that you can find more information about running in the triad at the Running Shorts blog at greensboro.com slash running shorts. And you can subscribe to the show in iTunes and Google Play. Until next time, I hope your runs are great. (laughs) 